Hello! <laughs> Box Not Included, the show looking at geek culture and the media we love and loathe from a queer perspective. I'm Hamish, here's to another lousy millennium, Steel. And I'm Jade, thank fuck that's over, Rose. <laughs> and, and Happy New Year! It is finally 2018. 2018. We can say we good survived. riddance. We survived. We made it. I survived 2017. I mean, there was a similar sentiment at the end of 2016. True, but so little did we know. We are not expecting this year to be any better. It does not look like it will be, but... We can have hope. I felt like 2017 was... I like to think of it as um, the the sad end of the second act of a film. 2016 was like... The action begins, you know, the ini- the initiating moment sure. of us all trying to work out what's going on. Um, and 2017 is our, like, lowest point. It's the middle of the trilogy. So 2018 will have more drama and more darkness, but hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel and we can make it better than the last two in whatever way we can. It's helping. I think 2017 has been the year of people finding their voice yes uh, it's been obviously really horrible but also people have started to listen have, yes i feel yeah um, i mean the fact that time made the people of the year the people that spoke out yeah like um, the people who broke the silence mm, i feel like you know even if you can criticize whatever like why now we've been saying this forever whatever um I, I'm hoping that things are improving. Yeah. Um, the the night is always darkest before the dawn. I can't believe your I mouth said that. just did a really strange thing. It was quite <laughs> it, captivating. It, it's me talking in a Christopher Nolan movie. Oh, uh, I see. Voice. Sure, sure. Mouth shape. Um, but apart from that, how was your 2017? I love how you put in brackets and did I zag? <laughs> yes, 2017. Did I zag on them? 2017, so 2017. Um, for all that the big stuff was bad, like Brexit's still a fucking nightmare. Um, I think actually personally, uh, 2017 was a good year mm. for me. I, I met some new people that have, I feel so much more enriched as a person for the media that I've consumed or I consumed in that past year for the people that I've met. I feel like Jade going into 2018 is a rounder, more re- enriched, luckier person than Jade who went into 2017. That's really nice to hear. So even though like the big scale stuff was so shitty, I was lucky to not be impacted in a serious way by stuff that was going on. I don't doubt that I've had my own fucking share of anxiety mm. and sleepless nights and stuff like that as a result, but I consider myself to have had actually a very good... 2017 for the most part on that personal level um what about you how was your 2017 um mine's been very peaks and troughs Mm -hmm. um i love that board game (laughs) there's been um some great things i got to travel to Mm -hmm. places I, i didn't think i would um i got published you did um Everything's going quite well in the career. And then also there's been family tragedy and yeah. um, not 
having great money situations a lot of the time. Oh yeah, no, that's definitely been the case. <laughs> um, it's just it's been exhausting, um, and I know the whole concept of years is something that we have invented, but it's. I think it 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 it's it's like a placebo. It it yeah. it's it's got its own material quality. It does feel like you can reanalyze things and leave certain things behind at New Year's. Yeah. Um, it's kind of magical in that way. Oh yeah, I hope our opening wasn't too loud for anyone maybe hungover. <laughs> yeah, I'm lo- I can see the screen. I yeah, no, we definitely spike. spiked on the recording. <laughs> um, so sorry about that. Yeah, I, 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 weirdly, I always associate New Year's Day with the Sarah Jane adventures because that's when the first episode went out, and then <laughs> I remember being a little bit kind of sleepy and weird, and it mm. just popped on at like three o'clock. Yeah, and I thought it was a nice little treat. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's been an interesting year because it's always going to be the year associate with a couple of things. Yeah, but go good and bad. Sure. Um, well, let's talk about good. Let's yeah. have some of your highlights of 2017. Well, yeah. The Hamish get, highlight reel. Yes. Get, getting Pantheon published was really great. Um, it it doesn't, hasn't like significantly changed my life in the way that some people might think having a book published does. I'm still nobody. <laughs> it's still quite tough. You're game. somebody to me. Oh, thank you. Um, but it does, it's, I got to go to Latvia, which isn't, yeah. Potentially, what people think of as a book tour global thing, but it was really nice. I never would have gone anyway, um, and that's sort of related to the book because it was the publisher that sent me to do some teaching, and that was it was really lovely just to meet people with a completely different point of view. Um, yeah, and then I got to go to America to actually sort of do a book signing and tour. I also went around um, various cities in the north. Yeah. Um, of the UK. Um, so that's all been really fun. Like it's, it's, I'm not like swimming in royalties or anything just yet, but, um, it's just, I don't know if I'll ever become too cool to not instantly look for it in a bookshop and smile. And I, I find it in a lot of bookshops. I found it in a random, like bookshop I walked into in San Francisco. That's amazing. Um, and that just makes me happy. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Yay. And uh, I'm trying to think of other personal highlights. I mean, we're going to talk about mm. shared ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Cool. Um, yeah, it's, for me, um, it's a good question. Uh, having just said that I had actually a very good year, uh, personally, um, <sighs> God, dead air. Jesus, Jesus, I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. Getting to table with you at MCM was a, a genuine highlight of my year. Mm. I had a really good time, exhausting as it was, but getting to sort of do that with you was awesome. Um, Nine Worlds was great this year um really felt like i hit my stride as somebody like running content mm, yeah. um and i'm super stoked for uh nine worlds 2018 um as i said i i've met a couple of people and formed new friendships i've actually formed a lot of new friendships 
um, one sort of very quickly and deeply kind of like platonic love at first sight it's just an instant kind of boom oh now we're friends hell yes uh which is which is awesome um knowing that my niece corrected my brother-in-law when he misgendered me when i wasn't there (laughs) that's a genuine little highlight of 2017 getting gendered correctly Mm. more uh, so yeah um, but to move on to sort of our next point a genuine highlight of this year has been doing this podcast yeah this is almost the anniversary of us starting yeah um, our first episode went out January 10th mm-hmm. and it's grown quite yeah. a lot I mean we're not um, doing you know we're not touring the world of it but no. I think we sometimes we get quite a lot of listeners actually yeah or something we don't spend a huge great amount of time promoting sure um and i mean that's also down to you guys so thank you for you know spreading the word and- yeah yeah but it's it, it's changed and grown in its own way like um yeah i think where we started compared to where we are now yeah i mean i've started a lot of podcasts in my time mm. um I've recorded many in episode one. The Paltercast, which I also do, is really fun, but we freely admit we have a lot of teething issues mm-hmm. with that. But I remember just such a good feeling after we recorded our first one. Yeah. Um, and we just, uh, like nowadays, we kind of like, what are we going to talk about this week, just the night before? Yeah. And I think we, we're a lot more uh, laissez-faire. <laughs> yeah. Um, we throw notes together and we, uh, you edit it. Thank you very much. You're very I, welcome. And I post yeah, it. You prep, I edit. I do pre and post product. Well, not post production, but yeah. I, I do a publicity. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get it out there. Um, sometimes a little later than usual because I forget. Um, yeah. But that's just what it's like. It, it feels just part of your lo- our life. The, yeah. Um, the fact that we've kept it going this long and we, sh- I, I feel like we're not going to be stopping, which. Because when we first talked to it, I said, oh, we'll do it for six months and, and see how we fare. And we're just like, yep, cool. Don't know yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how long it will last. I mean, we talked a bit about shifting the format just because mm. we... I don't think it's that we've, we're running out of things to talk about. I think it's our sphere of, like, the media we consume. Yes. I think one of the things I've become aware of is just how little I actually no, same. consume. Same. We we have our you know, we have special interests and we have yeah. um things we like doing. And I mean unless somebody wants to start giving us a press pass <laughs> and then, you know Yeah. I mean I'd love to receive um screeners and Yeah. I'm I'm Nintendo Switch friends mm. um with Laura Kate Dale and because she gets uh press versions of games, it always pops up. Laura yeah. is playing this game that doesn't get released for another month, and I get jealous. Um, we'd love to do more. Like we, so one of the highlights was doing that live show. Which uh, yeah, no, doing a, a live episode at Nine Worlds mm. uh, with Matt Baum. Yeah, um, was such a treat. Yeah, for I mean, our eight people there. There, yeah, I mean, it, I, 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 I prepared for nobody to turn up. That's true. And it was a weird thing to do because I think a lot of people would have attended if. We were just doing a live show, but it was a live show at a convention, which is mm-hmm. um, an amount of money. Yes. Um, 
but it was really fun just to like it it's not our best episode but no, it was really I I really like a lot uh, you say that it's actually one of my favorite episodes that really? we've done uh content wise I think it's really good Well that's the thing having Matt on was great because he could just talk about parts of queerness and nerddom that we yeah. would never have touched on Yeah we need to do guests more. I think that's one of my 2018 box not included New Year's resolution. Is to um, get more people to join us. I think a reason we've not had guests is completely down to us. Oh yeah. And like our la- well not our laziness because I don't think we're lazy, but our like our un- setup and how things work with us yeah. and things like that. It does require just an extra amount of planning and scheduling. Yeah. Um. But we have guests that we want to have on, mm-hmm. and I think one of the things we want to do is have guests on. And that's the topic. Yeah. We ask them what are the geeky things they love and yeah. how does that relate to their queerness and things like that. Sure. Uh, when we say we want guests, we don't necessarily mean, oh, we want big famous people. I mean, Laura would be a great person to yeah. get on the podcast. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I know if I was to get people I know, there'd be a lot of comic book people on. Um, I know. Nobody of note, really. Um, I know people. I know more tabletop people. But I don't think I don't think even they need to be of note. Like having a different voice on the show with a different like just with when, a different sphere of yeah, interest to us. Like remember when we had um, Mel on? Yeah, and we God, we learned a lot. We learned a lot. Yeah, just uh, a yeah. bad like perspective of gaming. Um, sure. In, so all, ser- in all seriousness, like if you if you'd like to be a guest with us, hmm. like if you're if you're into something, maybe we are. Maybe I don't know ballet. <laughs> or it was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah. Or maybe if you're a, a crafter, like, mm. uh, big up to creators, because I can't do that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, we've... we've. I know some costuming people I'd love to get on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so I just think, yeah, Box Not Included is definitely a big highlight for both of us. Meeting I mean, listeners, like... Yeah. That's still like, whoa. That was... as as. Because uh, over this year we've done two. We've do, con- done two cons. I two cons. Do, I just sat with you for a bit at the May. Yeah. MCM. Yeah, but um, both times we had people who listened come up to us, and yeah. it's really lovely. And yeah. um, I, I we're part of a like a some Facebook groups, and sometimes um I've posted in there. Oh, listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. and people are like they do. It was like we do. It's great. Oh my god, you're real. Yeah, I had that happen on a, a server I'm on for the Penumbra podcast. Mm. So that was just like, oh no, I listen to your show. It's like you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, say it ain't said. What do you think? So yeah. I mean, so maybe that's enough of us tooting our yeah, own let's trumpets. Stop about um, this. Let's talk next o- week is yeah. more probably our actual anniversary we've got a, a funny little treat planned for you guys yeah. um but let's talk about like 2017 in review now you expressed before and i have the same sentiment i don't think i went to the cinema as much as i would have liked to no i definitely didn't uh, my partner doesn't have a car anymore which definitely makes it harder to go to the cinema um there are also i felt less things that drew me so mm. I feel like I'm going to be going more in 2018 because there's there's films coming out. Which shout out to American people that have already seen some of these movies that have yet to come out here. Yeah. We'll bitch about that later. Um, yeah, there's a few films which haven't come out yet, which I assumed would be my films of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think this has been a great year for films. Um, I've gone to see a few. Yeah. 
But I've, there's not, there's only been a few that have come out and felt like, wow, that was great. Even ones I was really looking forward to, I, I came out with just a sort of sense of, yeah, okay. Sure. Um, I've got a list of films that came out this year. That's I, actually probably a, a useful tool. <laughs> I really didn't see very many. Yeah. Um, like, I really, I think we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions, but a minor one is I want to go see films which aren't superhero films oh. and, like, big action things. I have this problem where locally... Uh, we don't tend to get very small movies. We yeah. only get because of where I live. There isn't ma- a massive demand for the more arty movies or smaller release things. Yeah, I mean, I I wrote a list of films because I was I I wanted to. You know, we talk about queer representation so much, sure, and we often talk about how little there is. Yeah, um, but this year's actually been quite good for films telling queer storylines. I just. Yeah haven't gone to see any of them yeah um we have been bad i saw moonlight which i think was a last year film in america but a this year film over here yeah um but a list of other films uh call me by your name uh which is i think is out right now the handmaiden god's own country tom of finland professor Marston and the wonder woman um, um i should give a shout out to battle of the sexes as well yes. which has come out here yep. um but i just i don't think i'll see it like yeah I, cinema's expensive, and my problem actually is that my local cinema, which I can walk to, does a really good deal on a Tuesday. Yeah. So I say, I can only go see films on Tuesdays, and then I just am Don't. not free for the next four Tuesdays. Yeah. And But sure. I can always think of a million excuses not to see something. Sure. Um, but I do think the, the, the films I listed... Uh, also a reason why we haven't seen it because we are geeks and we like to see yeah. you know the sci-fi and the fantasy stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we don't see much representation it, yeah um, and it sucks like the these you know why can why can Moonlight win Best Picture at the Oscars and we can't get a gay superhero yeah like they don't lose you money yeah um I went to see Star Wars and before this will, this will not be spoilery no, 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 because no. otherwise I'll have to punch because no, 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 no. I haven't seen it yet. But there was a trailer for Black Panther, mm-hmm. and someone behind me when it finished said that looks like the most racist film ever made. I'm like, this person was white. Of course, if they, they are. if they were black, I'd be like, oh, interesting. Let me let me listen to you. Uh, but yeah, just <sighs> that I think. Is that why we don't get characters in it? Just because people... Like, people think that the new Star Wars films are, like, forcing diversity, but in many ways they're doing the bare minimum. Like, oh, wow, big... You want to open a toffee penny from the Quality Street tub? Do it all in one quick go. (laughs) Look, there's some chocolates left over from Christmas. (laughs) Um, There you go. That's my SMR. I mean, that probably sounds quite nice. I, um, <laughs> you know, welcome to Box Not Included, the show in which Hamish uh, rants about queer representation and geek media. While Jade Russell sweet <laughs> But, like, I know you've heard this all before, but it's just <sighs> the amount of bigotry that's still in the world that's so, such a normal, common, like, thing to say. Yeah. Um, 
anyway, I just I I I'm I'm pleased that there is more queer stories being told. I yeah. feel bad about not going to see more films. Yes. But it still isn't solving our main gripe. No. That said, what are your favourite movies? Or what were your favourite movies twenty seventeen? Um Hmm. I got one. Go on, what's yours? Thor Ragnarok is probably my favourite movie of the year. That movie, yeah, that's great. That one left me with the best feeling after. Yeah, that I think that's that's part of why. Um <laughs> I really enjoyed the Battle Rangers movie. Yeah. It was it was silly and fun. Yeah. And it showed how doing queer representation isn't like I know it's very subtle in that film. Yeah. But it's ahead of anything a Marvel film's done or a Star Wars film's done. Yeah. It's so easy just to have a natural fleeting reference to it. Yeah. Um Power Rangers shows how a film with many a flaw can still f- make you feel really great. Yeah. Like the design is, of everything's horrible and the CGI is bad and the tone is all over the place, but like it leaves you with a good feeling. Yeah. Um, I liked Wonder Woman. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, I still haven't seen it. It's a bit divisive. Some people, um, pe- you know, when I say divisive, I'm talking about people I trust the opinions of don't yeah. like it. It's people I trust the opinions of also do like it. There's, um, you know, but there's stuff to talk about, and it it it, it did a thing that none of the other DC films have really done, which is just show a hero being heroic. Yeah. Um. I liked that. I. Um. I liked Get Out. Still need to see it. I won't say a thing, but that was probably the best film. Yeah. I saw in terms of filmmaking. Sure. Um. It's one of those things where just every, every single thing paid off. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the better it becomes rather than the worse it becomes, which is true of sure a lot of films. Um, there's a lot of films I wish I liked more. Like, I um, everyone was talking about how great Logan was and I didn't quite like it. Oh, and- I really enjoyed Logan. That's I, good. I, I, I cried. I wish I, I wish I liked it more. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I I don't think it in no way do I think it's bad. Sure. I just I similar with um Spider Man Homecoming. I really like I still need to see that. Really like it in theory. Yeah. I, I think it just This is why I want to watch slightly I don't want to say artier films, but just sure. more indie films next year because I just think I'm not feeling things from big films as much anymore. Yeah, no, I think Logan, that's fair. Logan, in terms of being a big superhero film, is compl- you know as indie and arty and atypical as you can get. Sure, and there's so sure. much I love in it. Um, like I saw, um, I saw Baby Driver. I kind of wished I liked it more. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I there's going to be a lot of catching up on 2017 films next year. Yeah, well, I'll probably end up talking to the, uh, talking about them in future episodes. Yeah. So, um, so what about TV shows? Um, yeah, uh, really love uh, Netflix doing good work while also upsetting me with the things that they cancel. But yes, season two of Sensate was great, mm-hmm. and hell, we're getting the special soon. I can't remember when they said that was airing. Yeah, we got that little trailer though mm. uh, that they released, and I got a bit weepy. Um, loved series of unfortunate events. 
Yes, they just released some pictures from Ooh, the awesome. next series of es- Esme. Uh, is a character in the next because they're doing. I think the next series is five books. Ooh, interesting. Because they had to sort of pace it out, well, but that's cool. Because yeah. that's some of my favorite ones. I love the the school. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, because it ended with them at the school, and then mm. there were the the triplets on the other side of, yeah. of the bench. I was thinking because I, I, you know, I'm excited because because none of those books have been adapted yet. Yeah, and um, that was my main complaint with series one was just yeah. I've uh, seen this before. <laughs> sure. Um, that's not really a TV show. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I didn't I didn't really get a uh, watch any... Oh, The Good Place. Um, oh, yeah. I, I haven't completely caught up with it yet, but I finished season one mm-hmm. and I'm really, really into it. I think it's such a fun... I'll be interested to see where they go from here. Um, I was deeply annoyed at myself when I only realised, like, at the last episode of the first season that the architect character, played by Ted Hansen, mm. Danson, sorry, um, is called Michael and the show is created by Michael Schur. And I'm like, Jade, you're a prick. Like, how did that point not click for you? <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, speaking of Ted Danson, a show I was happy to see back was Curb Enthusiasm, which... Much like Always Sunny is one of my problematic faves. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was good to see it back and everyone looking even older. <laughs> um, Lin-Manuel Miranda was in I, three I, episodes. I saw, I saw some of the clips. Um, there's a, there was an episode about how uh, Larry doesn't want it going, getting back to Lin that he fell asleep during Hamilton. <laughs> um, and then he... They did a whole joke about how like Hamilton tickets are just the hardest thing to get in the world, and how he's trying to get one, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But it ends in which was re- was really nice, and you do get to see a bit of Hamilton oh. performed in the episode, and he falls asleep again for a variety of reasons. Ha ha ha! But that's always fun, and uh, that was my comeback show of the year because I still have never seen a Twin Peaks episode. Oh. Doctor Who was really good this year. It was, yeah. It was a really good year for Doctor Who. Um, at time of recording, we uh, the Christmas episode hasn't dropped yet, so we can't no. talk about that. But Peter Capaldi's final season as Doctor was genuinely wonderful. They did some amazing stuff with Missy. Yeah, I I, I shouted on Twitter a few weeks ago about how um, I was watching a review of Star Trek Beyond. And they were complaining about how all Star Trek villains are always people who want revenge. Yeah. And they joked about, imagine a villain who just wanted to be friends with the hero. I'm like, that's Missy. Yeah. Missy's whole arc has been, why can't we be friends? And not understanding why. Yeah. And there's a line in that season where they're asking the Doctor why he constantly forgives Missy. And why he, like, after all this time, he's still trying. Yeah. And he says that, she's the only person in the universe who's even remotely like me. Yeah. And, like, Missy is just the best. Yeah. And, like... Oh, and um, shout-out to Star Trek Disco. Disco, yeah. Um, have you watched any of that? No. Nope. But, but it... I've been hearing such good... Th- it's like, it's while I've got some time off uh, before going back to work, I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Try getting to watching it. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's got... Highs and lows. Uh-huh. Oh, not, I don't think its lows are very low. It's It's been very controversial and divisive. Yeah, as we discussed when we talked about it on yeah, the last um, But I'm really enjoying it. 
Um, yeah. I've been, because it's gone away, I've been watching quite a bit of the original series and Next Generation, and it really isn't as different as people were saying. Yeah. There's episodes in the original series about war and death. and Sure. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Legion, um, which was the oh, weird the X-Men yeah. TV series. Yeah. Um, I have no idea really what was going on, but it was just beautifully shot. Sure. Um, I've admitted to being Riverdale trash. Yep. As, as you know, mm-hmm. bad as it is sometimes, I, ha- I, I watched it all. <laughs> um, oh, series two of Stranger Things. Really yes. liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, whenever I talk about Stranger Things, I, t- I tend to like talk loudly about the things I don't like, but ultimately yeah. I, I still love it. Okay, uh, one that's definitely more for you than for me, uh, favourite games of the of 2017. Oh, I thought that was more for me than for you. That's what I meant. Like, it's more for you to oh, answer. Oh, 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 sorry. I mean. um, That's what I meant. <laughs> I mean, I just want to give, like, I know this isn't very shocking for Hamish, but I'm a big Nintendo fan. What? <laughs> and they had a pre- they've had a few bad years. Yeah. Um, the Wii U never really took off. Um, they were kind of in the ditch. And the Switch is great. And they've really come back. The... Zelda Breath of the Wild has won a lot of Game of the Year awards. Sure. Um, Mario Odyssey is really great. Um, so just in general, I think the Switch has been such a good comeback for them. They really found, yeah, worked out their niche. And the, one of the things I really like about it is it's um, being set up to be a console really for indie games as well. Yeah. Because indie games are great, but not everyone likes playing them on computers and... On the PS4 and the Xbox, the type of audience those consoles have don't typically go for indie games as much. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of other content to be getting on with. Um, so I've played a lot more indie games on the Switch than I ever have before. That's great. Shout out to Snipper Clips, yep. um, the game made by uh, some friends, which has been doing uh, by the Vian brothers. Awesome. And it's become a huge success and led them hopefully to do all kinds of things otherwards it's really really fun i'm actually like one of the things i was really excited to do with christmas yeah is uh because it's a switch and you can take it wherever you want is to play snipper clips with the family because it's yeah i don't know it's great great. um in terms of other games like i put games but uh like have you tried any new like um i've uh I've tried a couple of new game systems. Um, but to remind us about the year, when we started the show, I, when you started Box Not Included, I swear you're still in the, I've played some games before, but I'm hoping to do it more. Yeah, uh, Tabletop has kind of taken over my life, yeah. or a chunk of my life in a really awesome way. Um, I'm playing a lot more D&D. Um, I've played Dungeon World now. I'm running um, a game which involves the Sprawl and uh, Blaze in the Dark. I'm getting ready for a one-shot using masks. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing... Uh, I'm doing a zombie one-shot. I think we're going to be using a homebrewed Call of Cthulhu system, like using that as a base. So, I, yeah, I've gotten to experience a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I believe we're going to be experiencing dread for ourselves Yes. Hopefully soon. You've been playing Monster Hearts. Uh, Yeah, Monster Hearts has been really fun. Um, I was talking to you, well, before we recorded, about um, whenever, when I lived with Mel, our our resident piss witch, um, 
they played lots of role-playing games and often come into the living room when they were playing with their friends and there was tears and emotions going on the table. And even though I've done a lot of role-playing, I don't think I've got that close to that until our last session of Monster Hearts we did, where nothing happened in the session. Yeah. And it was amazing. I spent the whole session, my character was on a beanbag, watching Sharp with my dad sexting another person in the group. <laughs> and it was the most, like, emotive part of the game we've ever done. Yeah. Um, and it let me see role-playing from a different perspective, and it was really satisfying. That's um, cool. But, yeah, I just think, like to remind ourselves what kind of people we were in those first few episodes. And yeah. I think doing role-playing was one of our first few episodes and we were both, well, uh-huh. I've done a little bit and I've done this, yeah. but we've come a, we've sure. come a long way. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And yeah, long way that continue. Hell yeah. Um, Speaking of, I suppose, uh, role-play games, uh, talking about other media, I got even more... I was. I think I'd started listening to the McElroys at the beginning mm. as I started, but I now listen to a lot more podcasts. Um, Friends at the Table has uh, changed my life for the better um, in terms of as a creator of stories, as an appreciator of stories, as an understander of why things are important. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventure Zone had uh, its first arc finish, and that was an emotional fucking... Rollercoaster what? I don't want to... Fucking rustle the packet. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, So that was great. I started listening to Wolf 359, which I believe will have finished its season for the... Oh, God. Oh, God. So we'll listen to Wolf 359. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, just listening to some independent creators. I really feel like, as both a creative podcast, like, as a medium, I think it's got really interesting stuff happening in it, and I'm looking forward to sort of both being up and being a part of that community as well as a consumer of that media. Mm. Critical Role continue to be amazing. Um, their new campaign starts on the 11th of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've released uh, silhouettes of their new characters. So everyone's like, what are they going to be? What are they going to be? What are they going to be? So that's some fun speculation going on right now. Yeah. I mean, I have also started listening to podcasts a lot more. Um and, I mean, you had Radio Lowsant and I tried doing a few podcasts before. Yeah. And I think maybe part of the reason I my ones didn't go uh, much further was just that I wasn't listening to as many podcasts. Yeah. I wasn't kind of getting the vibe. Um, but now we are. Yeah. And like I've got unexpected things I really like. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, cool. I, 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 in, in almost like a clip showy kind of way. Yeah. I was looking at our previous episodes, thinking about the year, and just the sort of the moments from media that we really talked about. Yeah. From the year, um, which I appreciated, were the 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 tracer thing was a big deal. It's, it's sometimes when um, stuff. So basically, tracer being revealed to. Be a lesbian. Um, Feels like matter of fact now, but it's interesting to go back and remember a time when we were complaining about representation. It's so weird to me to think that this will be the first nine nine worlds where there isn't a will the doctor ever be played by a woman panel 
it'll probably be like so now the doctor is a woman let's talk about that um yeah i i still kind of can't believe that's happening like yeah every time you know when she gets revealed i'm like oh, it's real and then i see her costume and i think oh, it's real and then i see yeah. her on set in capaldi's outfit and i think oh, it's real and i think like again it's already aired now um we haven't seen it but yeah that will be just it's gonna be fun You're intense. yeah it's very exciting um hell yeah I what, what, have you have you had any sort of queer media highlights from this year? Yes, yes, it hasn't aired here in the UK yet, but it was all <laughs> over social media. Rosa Diaz came out as bi on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I know your feelings about Brooklyn Nine Nine, and that's fine. <laughs> However, a woman of color, a bisexual actress, came out, used the word bye yes. and then the next episode was all about her coming out to her parents and talking about it and fucking negating all these bullshit stereotypes and shit people say about being bi and oh my god it's amazing my feelings of Brooklyn Nine-Nine are um I should just get over myself and I think, enjoy it I think you have a valid objection and I think there's a lot of interesting and valid stuff to be talked about however I'm just really fucking excited the <laughs> canonical mm. bisexual representation yeah, happened. it's really, really amazing. And the reaction on social media was so beautiful to watch. Yeah. Like the the day after the first episode aired, my dash on Tumblr, I swear, was like two thirds. I saw a lot of people annoyed at spoilers. And it's one of these things where... that I did not mind being spoiled for that. Yeah, but it, it's, it's a tough one because we're so excited and starved for representation yeah. that... It almost negates spoiler stuff. Yeah. Like, if... It it happens a lot with sexuality, actually, because... Yeah. Um, I was going to say, somebody's sexuality is not a spoiler. Well, this is... But, but, but the thing is, like, I think about Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Where... We did talk about that. Had the director not done that whole kind of patting themselves on the back thing about the exclusively gay moment, yeah. I probably would have seen that film and been so... Happy. Like, yeah, surprised and delighted. Like, you didn't need to do that. You didn't mention it or anything. But for some reason, sexuality is something that's used as a... Mm. Uh, and I don't mean this in a bad way, as, as, as like an enticing yeah, things, thing. I, we didn't know that was going to happen. Stephanie yeah. Beatrice came out on Twitter like a year or so ago. Yeah. We didn't know this was going to happen in show. Yeah. It was great. I just think the fact that they actually use the word by is so important. Yeah. Like... As much as I say Doctor Who was mm. really great this year, the word lesbian or gay was never actually said. People He's are quite... hoping for season two. Uh, season two, the next season. Well, yeah, it's just that the, um, people are quite scared of the words. Yeah. I think it comes from, I think there's a reason why it was so good in, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because a bisexual actor was actually sort of Helping. pushing for it and like saying things yeah they asked first her input yeah i think there's a lot of straight writers who think it's way more progressive to not say the words and they always yeah. want to describe it in their own cool way and i'm like i say i'm gay a lot yeah <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah i have now whenever i say by the by i use the expression by the by rather than by the way quite election now utterly and ironically i will always spell it b-i b-i rather than b-y <laughs> nice I'm being on brand. Um, I suppose a little mini shout out because I was excited by it, even if the execution. And I still need to see the movie. But uh, Atomic Blonde, mm. uh, canonically, yeah, bisexual, um, kick-ass spy. Even though spoilers for Atomic Blonde, 
the other queer woman, a woman of colour, yeah. is fucking fridged. Similarly to Wonder Woman, I've seen some criticism about elements from both sides of people that I agree with. Okay. And both of them are valid. Like Wonder Woman, there's... It's not really spoilers, I don't yeah. think. There is a debate about the facts of the nature of her relationship with the male lead. Yeah. And some people say it ruins it. Some people say they really like it. Yeah. Um, with Atomic Blonde, I've seen people annoyed that they killed a queer woman. Mm. Valid. Yeah. I've seen some people fine with they did exactly the same tropes they do in a Bond, Bond film. Yeah. But with queer people. Yeah. And I can see both sides. Yes, same. I think it's just important to know going in... What you're doing. What you're doing. And if that might be really something you don't want to see that day. Yeah. I've talked a bit about a manga, which is probably, yes. if we did a favourite books of the year, it might be in it. Oh, is We'd, this the one that's got the TV adaption? Yes, My Brother's Husband, which I had a really strong negative reaction to when I first read it, because it wasn't... I remember. I was not in the mood to read yeah. a book about homophobia when it had been pitched to me as a book about yeah. comfy gay romance yeah um i think the same thing about atomic blonde is it's cool but if you're not in the yeah headspace for something like that but we should watch it we should 2000 next year is the year of well, catching this year, up this year this year yes yeah getting used to it let's have a quick break get a get a drink and uh steal ourselves and then we'll maybe start looking forward yes It's the middle section of the show. The first middle section of the show of 2018. It's January the 1st when you're <sighs> listening. So we we are the furthest way possible away from another New Year's, another year. So let's make this a good one. Yes. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening, for making this the year of... Yeah, thanks, guys, for creating a listener base for us. <laughs> for being our highlight of the year. Yeah. Um, Please consider liking, subscribing. Please tell a friend. Tell a friend. Um, please talk with us. Give us suggestions for topics you'd like to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, We'd love to get you guys more involved uh, in helping us decide what content to produce as we yeah. go forward. Um, if you uh, if you want to be a guest or know someone who should be a guest, please let us know. Yep. Um, we'll give the details of how to get in contact at the end of the show as usual. Don't take it personally if we... Don't make that happen because there's been many examples of that this year where we yep. plan to have guests on and then just it didn't really happen. But sure. um, someone that has helped us been with us for so much of 2017. Uh, and you know them is Basely Beverages. Our lovely sponsor. Fandom and fantasy luxury hand blended loose leaf tea and tea related geeky paraphernalia. Business is queer owned. All the ingredients are organic, fairly traded. Almost all the products are suitable for vegans. They have a new product coming out. And I'm very excited. It's gorgeous. The art is stunning. The teas sound amazing. I am going to count myself at least partially responsible because I feel <laughs> like. I have been a delightful influence on Gabe in this regard. Mm-hmm. A D&D collection is coming to Beastly Beverages. Um, I believe you can you can pre-order them now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when they're going on wide release, uh, but yes, we have a range of nine teas um, named after various classes, and oh, they all sound really good. There's one in particular that I really want to try called the Bard. Mm-hmm. which is black tea with dried papaya, dried peach and apricot, blackberry leaves, sunflower and uh, calendula petals. I am very excited to get this in my gob, I have to say. Um, I'm going to pick up one at random. Go for it. There's the Gunslinger, which is um, a green censure tea Ooh. with rose petals and cherry. Ooh, cherry. Um, ooh, I like the look of the Barbarian. Yeah, the Barbarian's <laughs> got chocolate in it. <laughs> Oh, wow. It's got cocoa beans in it. Cocoa beans. And all this beautiful artwork is by Lily Tuft on Twitter. Mm. Um, beautiful. And, yeah, I just think this would be the perfect thing to have at your table when... when rolling uh, dice. When rolling dice, yeah. Um, if you want to check out the artwork for yourself, uh, pre-order yourself some tea, you can head to beastlybeverages.com. Uh, there's also a Patreon, a Facebook, a Tumblr, a Twitter, and an Instagram. And, um, hey, if you use the sponsor code BeverageBeast, uh, capital B's, one word, you can get free shipping when you spend £20 or more, and they do ship worldwide. Um, yeah, so that's Beverage Beast again. I believe... Um, the shop might be currently closed for Christmas. But, yeah, I or, think um, you'll just shipping have... Is on pause but yeah be be patient and uh yeah uh beastly beverages is a one-man business yeah uh gabe works super hard and uh it's always worth waiting for yes and um all of these bags usually are um, about 100 cups yeah 100 cups so very worth the money most definitely okay so do you want to finish up uh what you're drinking and uh head back in what head back into the blinding new year. Yeah. So, 2018. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? <laughs> Alternately, have you ever had a New Year's resolution that you've <laughs> succeeded in? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I am going to get the actual play podcast that uh, I've been developing and recording with some amazing people. I'm going to start releasing that. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a resolution. Um, i going to try to get to the cinema more to see things, like make the effort to maybe travel a little bit, uh, to, to see more films. I'm going to try read more uh, by people, like voices I wouldn't normally pick up, mm. like try read more uh, books, books, uh, more uh, female authors, maybe, uh, more queer authors. Just try to get a better spread of stuff. Wasn't your 2016 resolution for, as in the resolution you're supposed to do in that year, Yeah. to see more theatre? Or was mm. that just something you did a lot? <laughs> um, it might have been. I always like to go. Um, mm. Oh, that was, I sort of shouted out in 2017, um, the production at the National of Angels in America. Um, mm. I understand was very well received. I didn't haven't seen. I didn't get to one of the National Theatre Live things, but shout out to that. Um, and there was definitely some productions, uh, uh, the Globe that were doing some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as always, I want to go see more theatre. But that's less a resolution, more like I'm greedy for that good, good theatre <laughs> stuff. Um, we're going to be going seeing something this year, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, uh, when, when we see it <laughs> um, but yeah I think that's it for my resolutions I don't have any interest in sort of like I might try and find a form of 
something to do for exercise that I enjoy. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to find like a dance class or something, but yeah. I've joined a gym, but I've I wanted to go more this side of the year. Yeah. Than start in January or anything. So I think it looks that, less like you're a new person? Yeah. Yeah. Um how'd that go? I just find it so boring. Yeah. Like I wish I could I just my 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 brain is always going a million miles a minute. Yeah. Luckily now I listen to a lot of podcasts, so usually I listen to a mur- sure. like a murder while I'm running yeah. or something. Uh, there's um, an incentive to run fast. Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, I don't know. My my resolutions are kind of odd because I want to work less. Okay. Um, I've I just got to a stage where I I, I don't want to be doing like a web comic every night and um. I just work, I just overworked myself this year. Yeah. And working so hard that I can't do sort of more paid stuff was a big reason for why I was broke so much this year and Yeah. I got very like bad head spacey wise and Sure. Um I just want I want to work more like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But on top of that, I also want to write a script for a film. Excellent. And that's part of the reason why I want to work less, because I want so to So you've do... got the time to... Yeah. That's great. Um, I don't know exactly what the film's going to be, but we have a lot of ideas. Excellent. Um, but So what are you excited about, personally, uh, for this year? Um, well, I'm excited to see Hamilton. Hell yeah. Which is now opened in London. Yeah. I've got friends who've seen it. Yeah. Um... Which is very exciting. Um, I've purposely not listened to any of it for a while. Yeah, same. Um, and I want to do more just in general seeing shows. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are expensive. A lot of them are not as expensive and hard to get tickets as like Hamilton or... Yeah, the bigs. The big ones. Um, I want to see more weird things. I want to see more plays. Yeah, we should try to do that. Yeah, there's been a few I've 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 wanted to have seen, um, and I probably still could. Some of them are still showing. I can't, I'm kind of interested in the um, the Karl Marx one, oh. the Young Marx, yeah, um, which also had a screening which I couldn't go to. Yeah, um, I'm seeing um, some more. Po- I'm seeing some more podcasts live. I'm cool. seeing My Favorite Murder, um, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, and they always do, whenever they do a tour, they always do a murder from the town. And this is their first London one. Ooh, like, so many to choose from. <laughs> and it's fun because they always do weird ones you've never heard of or they do what they call um, heavy hitters. Yeah. Which is just... And it, it, in the podcast, they <laughs> when they um, mm-hmm. do a live episode yeah. and they say a very famous serial killer, yeah. and they say, this week I'm doing Ed Gein. And everyone in the cinema starts cheering and applauding. Yeah. They always go... Okay, just a little note to all of the like boyfriends and partners dragged along and to the staff of the theatre. We're not cheering for the person. Yeah. Um, he, they, they made a quite, like, there was a sentiment had where sometimes with My Favourite Murder, there's the confusion about whether they like murders or not, which yeah. is they don't. And so someone came up to them and said, like, oh, are you sad about, like, Charles Manson dying? And they're like... No, no, I hope he has a terrible time in hell. Yeah. Like, like, no, I yeah. couldn't, you know. So, actually, speaking of things this year, I, I did really enjoy Mindhunter. Ah, oh, same. Um, but it kind of tapped into the same, Vine, like, Vine, yeah. murderino. Yeah, murderino. That's what my favourite murder fans are called. Murderino. <laughs> murder uh, Um So I'm really excited to see that. Sure. Um, 
Just to want to, I want to, I feel like I don't use my free time well enough. Yeah. Um, I just sort of stay indoors and, and obviously going out costs money. So it's, it's better, easier said than done. Yeah. But. Oh, I tell you what, I'd like to engage more with the wider queer community. Yeah. I'd like to try and do that this year, I think. Yeah. And just, I mean, one of the things I really want to do early in the year is just sort things out. I need to sort out, like, my social media a bit more. Yeah. Um, I have a... Well, like, actually, my, my year's resolution for last year was to use Twitter more. Which I think you've done. Which I have done. It's funny because my brother's one was to use Twitter less. Yeah. And I now I think I'm at his stage. Okay. I just It kind of depresses me a bit. Yeah. I don't think there's any problem with it. I just... I get quite competitive with it, yeah. in a way. Seeing everyone's kind of follow accounts and stuff often sure. makes me think, oh, my opinion doesn't matter because of that. And yeah. I just think I want to have a healthier relationship with it all. I think that's smart. Um, and... Let's talk media coming up yes. in the next year that we're excited to, as given that sort of our uh, our thing. I mean, a lot of them are season twos and sequels. And yeah, stuff. Uh, Jessica Jones season two. Yes, looking forward to looking forward to the Sensei wrap up mm-hmm. Sensei finale. That we should t- be fun. We talked about Lemony Snicket. Yes, we um, did. A film I'm very excited about. Yeah, is Incredibles two. God, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, Picking I mean, up exactly where the last one left off, fighting the Undermine there. Apparently Mrs. Incredible is going to be more of the focus. This is yeah. going to be fun. I'm really excited. I I um, I don't I don't know when it's coming out. It might be one of those like annoying, maybe it's a 2019 film for yeah. the UK, but because Pixar films tend to come out. Yeah. A lot of, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Coco, Coco yeah. and Shape of Water and all these things that America's already got. Yep. Um... Uh, we've also got uh, Black Panther, which we're oh, excited yes, for. Yes. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising, because we are nerds. Excited and nervous. Yeah. Um, but sure. I'm. I'm. We'll definitely be doing our Pacific Rim. Oh yeah. Episode. Uh, the Mary Poppins. Yeah, I snuck that in there just because. No, I approve. Um, I really like Emily Blunt. Um, we love Lynn. We do. Um, and it's one of those things where. Mary Poppins, there's there is more you can do with that. Hell yeah. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Isle of Dogs looks. I watched the. Tra- I'm not the biggest Wes Anderson fan. I know a lot of people are, and I get it. I don't necessarily feel it, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing him going back to the stop animation mm. when it's not a property that I'm already deeply invested in. Yeah, there's there's problems with. Isle of Dogs, yeah, um, major ones. I put it on there because I'm intrigued to see what it is, Same. whether or not I approve of it or not. A film I have no such repercussions about, um, and maybe I should, but I've been excited about this movie since they released a still from the New York subway. Was it at the <laughs> beginning of 2017? It might have been at the end of 2016. Mm. Either way, Ocean's 8 is coming, and I am yeah. so stoked <laughs> for this movie. That's definitely going to be a shippy mess. Yeah. I mean, because you're a big Mindy Calling fan, aren't you? I do. I do like her. Um, um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's there. <laughs> Anne Hathaway's there. Uh, but yeah, um, I got. An, I remember on the first poster, I saw um, Mindy Calling and the other actress whose name I cannot remember, and I hate that I can't remember her name. Um, the Asian actress. 
um, weren't on that poster. And I was like, the fuck? But they've now released uh, another poster mm. which has both of their names on. And I was like, okay, cool. I feel a bit better. But Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock and Helen Bonham Carter and Rihanna and Sarah Paulson. And it should be fun. Lots of fun. Lots of, lots of faves. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. I, I'm. What else? Is- Jody. Jody is coming. I'm very excited for Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, I can't just express how mm. different every single second of it will feel. Yeah. Um, I've written a bit of I've written a bit of Doctor Who oh. in my time. It's fan fiction, but I, I've written for comics and I've written for Big Finish. Yeah. And it's so interesting how my mind has shifted to the Doctor being they and like how it's weird because I don't I don't really mind what they do I don't mind if it's commented on or if it's not because I think in certain situations it will be interesting to see the Doctor mm. go into a situation maybe in the past and not re- like be a bit confused why they're treated slightly differently now yeah um, but I think in general just there is no there's so few characters who are women who can stand on a table and give a massive rousing speech and inspire people. And yeah, I'm just so excited. I think Same. for every fan in big quotation marks who says they won't watch anymore, I think it's going to draw in a whole new series of people. Which is amazing. I started getting slightly emotional about thinking about little gay boys who are going to stand for Jodie Whittaker. Because I remember, like, I was obsessed as a kid with, like, in in control yeah female characters and now a lot of you know gay men are um that's awesome as well as obviously being a huge hero to girls and everyone yeah that's great um what else what about what's about our hopes for the next year is this podcast there's people for the world we touched on it i think With this show, we've sometimes been scared to do certain episodes. Yeah. Um, like, a one about Hollywood or a one about when our stereotype one took a really like dark yeah. turn. But people have always responded to them really well and been really appreciative of our perspective. Yeah. Um, so I think my one of my hopes the next year is to not be scared to talk about certain things, not be scared of our views yeah how about you um i want to expand our horizons Mm. like with new voices and but yeah also to try and lose that fear as well like trust in ourselves like we know that our opinions are our opinions and we do not speak for the wider people wider community that we are a part of um we always say from a queer expert yeah not d not not yeah um, and we stand by that. There's been a lot of us staying on our lane. Yeah. <laughs> um, we touch on race, but we don't. Yeah. It's just not. Oh, yeah, I think that's that's. I want to have more voices on the show. Yeah. Um, even in terms of just geekiness, like yeah. I, I, I want to expand our horizons, both like from a media perspective and from like an intersectional mm. perspective. I'd love to grow our Facebook group yeah. into like a place people can feel safe and chat like and even if they don't even listen to the show just as a, yeah. a place to 
find people. Um, yeah. I like the idea of setting up like a little, like it just feels fun having a little club. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, sure. I just want, yeah, I think we want to be transparent. We want it to feel like mm-hmm. your show. It's interesting because on the Facebook group, sometimes people have said, what's your opinion on this? And it's something I've never heard of. Yeah. And I think I want to do more watching things specifically because yeah, this is a job. We, we could do more reactive things like that. That's yeah. Um, I suppose we also, are gonna, um, it's not just as a podcast, but sort of expanding our brand. Uh, Cultcast is continuing. We have our new podcast that we're doing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming um which we're excited for um there will be consequences is coming mm-hmm. consequences are coming <laughs> uh so yeah grow our little our little brand maybe we'll maybe we'll put a network on it i don't know yeah i mean i i'm i'm doing the podcast um i'm still supposed to be doing my husbands but uh-huh. uh Justin is a slippery, slippery mm-hmm. eel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it comes to pinning him down to do something, um, I've been asked to, to guest on a podcast. I'm hoping ooh. that's still going to happen. Um, like scheduling's proving tricky, but yeah, just to be out there more would be awesome uh, for the world. I hope that. I hope that with the Brexit negotiations that it doesn't fuck over a lot of people and that some peace can be found with that. I hope that Trump gets impeached. I hope that all the Nazis die. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, Maybe Twitter gets their shit together and kicks all of them off. I hope more people feel like they have a voice. Yeah. I hope. I hope the tides continue to shift against Yeah. the bullshit. It feels like both sides of having to be stronger and more vocal. Yeah. Um, I hope that we can, on as the right side of history, yeah, we can put aside our own differences and learn to talk to each other better and that would be good. Understand each other's point of views. Um, yeah. And I hope, and I just in general, I hope that we all listen better. Yeah. Um I think that's Yeah. I think that's a place where we can end it. Yeah. If you want to contact us we can listen to you. <laughs> um we've got our individual Twitters. I am as always at J Rose. I'm at Hamish Steel. And we also have at Box Not Included on Twitter and Tumblr. We have our Facebook group as we mentioned. And our email, boxnotincluded at gmail.com. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and we want to thank Graham Waller, Audio Overlord and Master of the Sound Waves. He's been with us since the beginning. Uh, he made our theme music. He helps produce the podcast. You can see his work at GrahamWaller.com uh, and you can enjoy the synth wave stylings of Glitterwolf's Spectrum. And you can find that on Bandwall, uh, Bandcamp, Google Play, iTunes, all those music places. Um, but until next time, it's 2018. And I'm Jade Rose. I'm Hamish Steele. And going forward, don't let anybody box you in.